This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. C is for chunk. <laughs> Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. It is the happy hour on a Friday, and uh, they let us out of the studio, Rico. I know. It's they crazy. let us out of the studio. Nick Sanert, Enrique Alvarez, Clary Rico, hanging out with you guys. We are live from Muchachos, ready to break down the Gophers and Huskers coming your way tomorrow. Um, 11 a.m. on ESPN2 is the kickoff time. But like I said, we're down here at Muchachos, hanging out with the $5 bits, a broken chair trophy. Um, and Rico talks a lot about this trophy. You guys kind of know that as we as we kind of have been doing a show for approximately a year and a couple days now. I love it. It's my favorite. You, you love it. It's the best trophy. And it's now, the best trophy in all of college now football. Now that I've gotten to hold it. You agree. I agree. You agree. It's, it's, it's perfectly designed. It's got, I mean, Look sharp. It. It, it's spinning. It, I mean, it's beautiful. Look at that. I, there's nothing I can do. To, I, I can't deny it. I can't deny it, Rico. You've like converted me to believing that the $5 bits of broken chair trophy is the best trophy, whether it's recognized or not, best trophy in all of college football. It's one football. of the most glorious trophies in all of college football. Exactly. Right after the, right after the crystal football. It is. Yeah, uh, That's true, which you we get the, found you out. You get the crystal football, you get the chair trophy. Which, Those are number one and yeah, two. That's exactly. all it is. Which, which we found out Steve Sippel has not even had the opportunity to hold it. Sad. So I did Sad win that bet. Sip. And good news, listeners, Rico did pay up on his bet. So I we did. are good. Gave him um, a dollar. But we're also hanging out, like I said, muchachos, $5 bits of broken chair. Um, Team Jack is down here as well, so you're more than welcome to come on down. 10% while we are here, I should say, 10% of the of all menu or, or food bots here at Muchachos goes to the Team Jack Foundation. So make sure that you guys get on down here. Rico and I both enjoyed a brisket hatch mac quesadilla. So good. It's got the cheese. It's got the mac and macaroni and cheese brisket all folded like a quesadilla. It's delicious. They oh, have all the salsas. They have all the avocado crema, which is my all-time favorite, as well as the nacho cheese and some slaw um, to just kind of top and, and complement it all together. As always, you guys know how to get in touch with the show. 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline. The Sarder Heyman text line, both those open for you guys the entire show. Let us know how you're feeling going into tomorrow morning's game, um, as well as just kind of predictions. How do we see this one playing out? Does Casey Thompson play? Does he start? Does Logan Smothers play? Does Chubba Purdy start? How do we feel about that? Because that's a big conversation uh, going into Saturday's game. It has been all the all week long um, before, as we just preview the show. We'll have the picks, the weekend picks that we always do, as well as... Um, Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska joining us at 1.30. Uh, once again, you can always touch, get in touch with us on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream as well, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. All right, Rico, let me ask you this. Um, and, and folks on the stream, make sure we can you can still hear us, uh, all, all that good stuff. I guess if you're listening, you can't yeah. really hear us. Um, but either way, Rico, tomorrow it's Minnesota, which we found out um, Tro- uh, Tanner Morgan's playing because he played last week. Tanner Morgan's playing. We have Muhammad Ibrahim who's playing. Yep. Chris Ottman Bell is not playing, but he's returning nope. for his seventh year. But he's coming back because he's going to be a doctor. So I would ask this: 
I don't know if he's actually going to be a doctor. But he's going to school. He, he better. He's going to school for seven years. If, if you're you going, well if, if you're going to school for seven years, you better get your your PhD. But here's the deal: How do we feel like tomorrow is going to unfold? Because if if you hear if you I mean the spread is fourteen and a half, which we'll kind of dive deeper in later in the show. I don't believe it. But this feels and and, and call me out if I'm wrong, like you always do. I'm really good at this. That. This feels like a game that could be very boring. And, and maybe in a good way. Yeah. Because I don't expect, especially if Casey Thompson is not under center, mm-hmm. I don't expect a whole lot of explosive plays to happen tomorrow tomorrow morning. No, no. Especially with the, the, the offense that Mark Whipple wants to run is suited perfectly for, for Casey Thompson. Not so much for Chubba Purdy. Not so much for Logan Smothers. So if Casey Thompson isn't in the game, I don't know how the play calling is going to be affected or, or what play calls are going to be That's called. The, thing. That's true. the weather tomorrow is calling for 61 and sunny, uh, but people have been talking about wind and rain and all kinds of fun stuff going on tomorrow. And if that happens, if the, if the conditions are less than ideal, mm-hmm. especially if Casey Thompson isn't playing. Yeah, I would expect Nebraska to attempt to slow it down and, and go more of a slugfest-type game. And you might see you know, what people have been asking for, a lot more Anthony Grant in this one. Well, and that's the thing is we've been asking for a lot more Anthony Grant for a very long time. I think we all can agree that we've been asking for Anthony Grant or at least to commit more and more to the running game mm-hmm. throughout these last couple weeks of the season, especially – in these last couple games because we've really seen not even the demise from a, from a skill standpoint, but from a, a health standpoint with Casey Thompson really start to diminish over mm-hmm. these last couple games that it's almost like we, we, meaning Nebraska, needs to figure out a way to either take the pressure off their quarterback, and by pressure I don't mean the the – the hypothetical or the, the psychological pressure, but, actual but the pressure. actual defensive pressure off off of a like quarterback. The 300-pound dudes running at him. Yeah, you, you can't allow your quarterback to sit back there or, or and be basically like a sitting duck, or you can't allow your offensive line to just continue to give up all this pressure on your quarterback and, and expect that quarterback or your signal, call, signal caller to just miraculously stay healthy through the entire season, and it finally caught up to uh, Casey Thompson. So once again, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line, both those open for you guys the entire show. I, I, I think tomorrow also, it's another big game for the defense, all right? Because yes. when you look at this defensive unit for the Huskers and you sit here and think to yourself, how did they play, how did they play on Saturday? Go ahead. Um, how did they play on Saturday against Illinois? Unfortunately, they, I mean, they held Illinois to only 26 points, and I say only 26 because in a lot of recent games for Nebraska, if they hold their opponent to under 30 points, remember, don't forget what Scott Frost said. <laughs> All you need to do is score 30 points in a game, and you're probably going to win the Big Ten game. Uh, if you would have scored 30 points in that game, you would have won. Bingo. That's, That's all it is. So maybe, maybe Scott Frost was a smart guy. Was he Was he wrong? Maybe Scott Frost was a smart guy. In that aspect, no, he was no, not. No, he was not. No, he was not wrong. But anyway, <laughs> so here's the thing. And, and through the entirety of the season or the majority of the season so far, I've had confidence in Nebraska's offense able and their ability to score mm-hmm. points. But then now, once again, we've seen the stubbornness of Mark Whipple, and I think stubbornness, as we've—that's the word I've used all week long. He's and I've used it too he's, much. He's, stu- he's he's stuck. I mean this in not a rude way, yeah. but just just kind of like a factual way. He's stuck in his ways. He's been doing this for so long that I mean I'm not going to take anything away from him. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to coach football. But in this instance, in the in the in the way that 
Nebraska is right now with with a possible missing Casey Thompson and two quarterbacks who don't have the same skill set as him. They don't. They although Chubba Purdy can sling the rock, although Logan Smothers can sling the rock, they don't have the arm strength or touch that Casey Thompson has, as you've seen multiple times with the deep ball to Trey Palmer. Maybe maybe they can you know get by with the shorter passes, but I don't know if that's the kind of game Mark Whipple wants to play. I don't know huh? if he wants to if he wants to dink and dunk and hand the ball off and do all that because everything that you've seen from him so far has been setting up for the big pass and then going with your explosive plays and getting the ball to your playmakers way down the field as opposed to getting it to them in open space and letting them make a bunch of people miss before breaking one breaking one free. Well, so it's 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 very it's gonna be very problematic because you've seen against top-tier defenses, and I know people might you know, roll their eyes at this, but against Rutgers, the offense mm-hmm. struggled. Against Illinois, the offense looked pretty good until Casey Thompson went out, but even then, they weren't scoring really that many points. They had a single touchdown uh, with a blocks extra point, and then a field goal, but they weren't, you know, you had nine points against the, the best defense in the country, which is kind of exactly what they were expecting to happen, yeah. uh, at least on the Illinois sideline. And again, you're going up against another top 10 or a top 15 defense. I'm not exactly sure where they rank. Last I checked, I believe they were at seven, but they could have dropped since then. So mm-hmm. a top 15 defense at least uh, in Minnesota, and no matter what you want to say about, oh, you know, they're not having the greatest season. I mean, it's still a solid team. Rutgers wasn't having the greatest season, and you almost lost to them. You only scored 14 points. So Mark Whipple might have to change his offensive game plan, and I don't know if he's willing to do that um, based on what we saw in the second half against Illinois. Well, I kind of get confused by, and for the, I think, fourth or fifth year in a row, I could say this. I, I get confused by what Nebraska wants to do on offense. I get confused what Nebraska wants to do on offense. What is their goal? Obviously, the end goal is to put points on the board, right? Yep, score points. And and we know, and I think as Husker fans, we all can agree, that we don't care how quick you do it, we don't care how slow or how long it takes, figure out a way to put points on the board mm-hmm. and, and do it do so consistently, right? But right now, through their three and five, so through eight games, going into another Big Ten game that we know what Minnesota wants to do on offense— we don't know what Nebraska wants to do on offense. For however many years in a row, we do not know what Nebraska wants to do on offense. We know what they say they want to do, mm-hmm. but then it, 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 there's disconnect and there's miscommunication, and it seems like there's, once again, just stubbornness or unwillingness to, to adapt mid-game yeah. by a couple coaches. I don't think it's that we don't know what they want to do. It's what they want to do gets them into trouble when it's not working. We know exactly what they want to do. It's get the ball to Trey Palmer deep. It's throw the ball deep and get guys open down the field and and, and chuck the rock to them down the field. They're not really interested in, in the short passes or the or the running plays. They want to get guys streaking down the field and throw the ball downfield to them. That's, that's what they want to do. They want to get the ball in Trey Palmer's hands. But if Trey Palmer gets taken away, if the deep ball gets taken away and, and a team does what Illinois did and has a safety play and punt return in the backfield, in the defensive backfield, then you run into problems because then you can't do exactly what you want to do. And as you said, Mark Whipple is a little bit hard-headed and and doesn't want to switch things up, doesn't want to change things up to do something that might benefit the current situation that you're in. Yeah, exactly. Once again, 402-464-5685. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Charter Heyman text line, both those open for you. We are live right now here at Muchachos. It's, we're celebrating 
the uh, one of the best rivalries that are un it's not recognized quite yet by the universities. The five dollar bits of broken chair trophy. Somebody get Trevor on the phone. Once once again, we are at Muchachos um, down here, eleventh and between eleventh and L and eleventh and K. Uh, streets down here in Lincoln. It's it's going to be a day full of remotes because we're we're done here at two p.m. So just an, a little over half an hour. Mm-hmm. Then we hand it off to the guys down at Barry's and, and the guys from two to six on the block in old school will be live from Barry's from two to six. And then after that, I'm heading out to Gretna and we got some high school football. So it's going to be a day full of shows and, and content coming your way from outside the uh, comfort of our studio. Yeah, but after we announce that we're getting a new studio, we just leave. We just leave our studio. Like, yeah, whatever. But that's we're all right. going everywhere else. That, that's all right. So here, once again, we get this on the text line, 402-464-5685. And this is kind of a conversation that I'm okay with having uh, with Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska, the rival site for the Huskers here in a couple minutes. Uh, unnamed texter says this, Nebraska has the worst Power 5 offensive line. Of course their offense is going to flutter. Um, and what I would say to that. You're 100% correct. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's below average once again for however many years in a row. And not only that, but tomorrow, Minnesota comes in with one of the best offensive lines in all of college football. They are the second highest rated, or graded, I should say, yeah. offensive line in Power 5 football right now. And now, not only that... Rico, they graduated all five of their starting say, offensive line You want to know something year. funny? They replaced they started, everyone. They replaced everyone. And just like that, they're okay. So I, I like there. It can happen. Is it, that it's, is that it's one of those things that's frustrating? I don't know if they have any any transfers on the line, but is that you know development? Is that coaching? Like what exactly is that? Exactly. As as uh. the the, uh, the one and only Priscilla Joseph has walked in. She's hanging out with us, ma'am. Um, she'll be she'll be sitting. Is your flashlight be, on? Oh yeah, your flashlight. Your what phone you is on through the through the doing? jacket. Um, <laughs> oh, so your your phone flashlight's keeping you warm. Does that cool. make sense? It is, it is a little chilly in here because the door <laughs> is open because there's so many people. I mean, we're jam-packed. There's not an open seat here at Muchachos, but by the time you get down here, there will be an open seat. So make sure you come on down. Muchachos, grab yourself. Rico and I got hatchmat quesadillas, so brisket hatchmat quesadillas. Um, so, some guy told us that we need to start slinging burritos through the bar- back of the chair on the trophy. Just right there. And I was like, I'm not sure that's going to be that, – that will be allowed. But I if, don't if, have the if, accuracy. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, Rico. If there was a show to do it on the station, it, it would, would be our it would show. Be it would be so us. It, we'll figure out what I happens. I don't have the accuracy to do that. I really? would try, but I would definitely hit the chair, and I might cry if I did that. Yeah, exactly. So um, <laughs> here's the thing. Joe B says Minnesota's entire offensive line – looks like they're about 35 years old and 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 maybe and maybe that's one of those things where nebraska needs to go towards the transfer portal even more to figure out to how to get not only depth but age Mm -hmm. but then we sit here and i like i said these these are guys now that are playing on saturdays that unfortunately have been in the program for multiple years so i i don't like using that excuse of or, or reasoning of why they're not playing well but the problem is, and we've dug deep on this issue, Rico, is that there's been a lack of attention paid to the offensive line in recruiting, and the development has been subpar. Mm-hmm. And not it's not all entirely Donovan Raiola's fault, in my opinion, but the, the lack of progression from week zero to week nine yes, has been Donovan Raiola's problem. That is on him, but you know I, I don't want to give him too much blame because, as you just said, you know, 
there was a lack of attention paid to the offensive line for years. Yep. And, and you're asking a guy to come in here and change all that in one year? I mean, that, that's, a, that's a really tall task, a really hard uh, thing to ask of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, he came in here, he's doing his best with what he's got. And, again, what he's got hasn't been the best for multiple years. So that, that isn't on him. But as you just said, from week zero to today – that is that that is on Donovan Ryle, and that's something that he needs to get fixed. It's it's also going to be very important, as as I mentioned, that Minnesota is going to have a top five offensive line unit in the country coming into to Lincoln tomorrow. It's going to be super important for them to get pressure on Tanner Morgan. Get pressure on Tanner Morgan. It's going to be the same thing as we talk about. Figure out a way to get set the offense back. Right. Mm-hmm. We know what Minnesota is going to want to do. Run it with the monster, as Mickey Joseph called him, Mohammed Ibrahim on Ibrahim uh, Ibrahim 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 Mohammed Ibrahim on Saturday. We know what they're going to want to do. Why do we know that and how? Because that's their identity. They do it every week, and may dare I say, they've done it against Nebraska every single year they've so far. Done it really specifically well. Ibrahim. So well, there's going to have to be a way. Same thing as last week. Nebraska needs to figure out a way to get Minnesota off or behind schedule. Mm-hmm. You cannot allow Minnesota get to get into second and six, second and three, because they are going to run it down your throats the entire time. Now, you got to figure out a way to get pressure, make them behind schedule, make Tanner Morgan throw the ball. He's without one of his best weapons in Chris Ottman Bell. Figure out a way to get Minnesota behind schedule or off track and then you have your shot, your chance to possibly win the game tomorrow if you're Nebraska. And that's especially important, doubly important, if Casey Thompson's not the quarterback tomorrow. Oh, defense is going to be – the defense is going to have an extremely tall task to take care of if Casey Thompson isn't. I mean, even if Casey Thompson does play, the defense is going to have a tall task. Like you said, they can't allow Minnesota to get in second and short, third and short. If, if Minnesota consistently has to deal with third and five or shorter, you are having a bad defensive yep. day. And you, I, I don't know exactly where you go from there because third and five and shorter, they can hand it off to Mo Ibrahim, they can exactly. pass it because they're not going deep. They're not looking to, to beat you deep with passes. They're going to they're gonna toss it to their, what, I think he's 6'8", 240-pound tight end who was a point guard in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's got moves. He's got a little bit of speed. So they're going to look to feed their weapon short and get them going. And then, oh, by the way, Mo Ibrahim is healthy, and they're going to hand the ball off to him, and he's going to run over you because that's exactly, exactly what he does every single game. Yeah, it, it's going to be crazy. Um, it, it's going to be a fun, fun game to watch hopefully tomorrow. Might be, if you are a, a fan of true Big Ten football, like Jake Bachoven is, Bach, it, big it, fan. it might be the game to watch tomorrow um, because there's a way here that if Nebraska can just ground and pound, and I know I'm saying that with a guy like Mark Whipple running the, running the play call sheet, but if Nebraska can figure out a way to ground and pound, and, and, and dare I say, has close to a running or has a running back that's close to carrying the ball on average 5.1 yards per carry through a, two quarters of play. Please keep stay with him. Please, Please stay with him because you're finding out something, especially, especially if Casey Thompson's not the signal caller. If Anthony Grant has over 150 rushing yards, does Nebraska win the game? Yeah. If. 150. 150. I'm not going to put touchdown to it. I'm just saying the yards. I don't know how many touchdowns you think he scores with that. No. No? No. I, I, I think here, here's the thing. Nebraska's going to have to force a couple fumbles. They're going to have to force some turnovers just in general. And, and the way that they force turnovers, the easiest way or, or, or equation to forcing turnovers is getting Minnesota off schedule, mm-hmm. forcing them into third and long. And by third and long, third and nine, third and ten, third and longer than that. 
and making Tanner Morgan throw the ball and make him make him beat you with your arm. So that, that that's the way. It's going to be an interesting game to watch. Once again, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line. We are live here at Muchachos. Um, come on down, hang out with us. Rico and I will be here until 2 o'clock or shortly thereafter. But the $5 Bits of Broken Chair Trophy is here all day, as well as Team Jack. They're hanging out with us, so make sure you come on down, support a great cause, the charity, if you will. The charity. Um, but, you know, C-H- A-I-R, it is, charity, Um, if you will, as we get you ready for Huskers and Gophers tomorrow. When we come back. Before we go to break. Okay, we got to give away tickets. tickets. Yep, we got to give away some tickets. So, one question before before we get out there. Um, Now, this is between both teams from 2014 till last year because we're not counting this year because the game has been played. Yep. How many head coaches have taken part in this trophy game between Nebraska and Minnesota, not counting this year? How many head coaches have taken part in this yep. trophy game? So Mickey is not included in this. Mickey we can just straight up say that. Yeah. We can just say that. Mickey is not included. 402-464-5685, the Sarder Heyman text line. Shoot us a text. Uh, if you can't go to the game, make sure you let us know. What did, what was the first answer on there? We got five, which is not Don, correct. Don, that is not correct. This is between both teams. Both teams. Both Minnesota and, and Nebraska. Nebraska. Just head coaches. This is there, there's a lot of reaction. A lot of there, answers, no, and you're right. all you're all wrong. Still wrong. Still wrong. Shane not right. Shane's close. There it is, Bryce. Bryce, can you go to the game? Bryce, make sure. Can you go to the game? I just need to make sure you can go to the game, Bryce. You got to let me know. Because if you can't go to the game, I'm not going to say the answer. He can't go to the game. Bryce, can go to the game. Six, six head coaches. Jerry Kill, Tracy Clays. P.J. Fleck, Scott Frost, Mike Riley, Bo Bo Pelini. Pelini. There it is. There's your six. Those are your six head coaches that have taken part in this game. Just like that. We'll add seven after tomorrow with the addition of Mickey Joseph. All right, so when we come back, we will be joined by Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska to break down not only the recruiting, the visits that may be happening tomorrow, but also how did he get through the rumor-filled day yesterday? It was fun. Did he get through it okay? We'll find out when we talk to uh, Zach uh, coming up next. Our normal Friday guest, you're listening to the Happy Hour live from Muchachos with the $5 Bits of Broken Chair Trophy on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. 